um, it's time for us to hear the word of God. And before I invite the preacher over there, permit me, ma'am, uh, to just appreciate you for allowing me the privilege to stand on this platform. I do not take that for granted. Thank you so much. Come on, church, if you are ready to hear the word of God. And if you love the messenger of today, oh, give her a big God bless you. Come on, appreciate mom this day. Amen. I believe if you are still here you might not have all the money but you are still here you might not have paid the school fees but you are still here oh come on you can make another shout of praise thank you Lord I know some of us temporarily we are broke but the hope we have, the faith we have, oh, come on, somebody. Amen. You can, you can have your seat in the presence of the Lord. Wow. Thank you, worshipers. Thank you, Minister Peter. This was an amazing time. And I believe God has something for us today. I want to appreciate all the ministers in the house, our pastors from the pastors' fellowship. The sons of the house, the sons of my strength. If you are a minister of the gospel, you can stand. I see you, Pastor Bob. All of you preachers, would you all stand? Would you all stand? Even from the pastor's fellowship, would you all stand? Amen. I want to appreciate every one of you. Thank you for coming. And thank you for choosing to fellowship with us this day. Thank God for you. That uh, soon and very soon. We will, we're going to serve God than we have ever served him. As we await for the greatest moving of the waters, the Holy Spirit. We sense great revival is coming. So thank you for giving yourselves to serving God. You may have your seats in the presence of the Lord. I recognize every one of you. Fem Family Church. My covenant partners, you are always the best. Give yourself a hand. You're special. Amen. 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 And allow me just to remind you. Tell somebody on the 18th and 19th and the 20th, I have an appointment with destiny. We know we're going to have a great, great time in the presence of the Lord. I must say I'm so surprised that we have more prophets than we had ever invited. They're just finding their way coming. I even understand that we have very many of my covenant partners who are flying in from United Kingdom. And from all over the the world. I want to ask us something. Could it be a day of visitation? Unless us here, we are not aware. Prophets that I had not even thought they would even be interested in coming, they're just saying, we're coming for the three days. How many know that resurrection? <laughs> the three days, all the sons of the house, wherever they are, they are coming. Thank you, every one of you. I know you are watching us, and thank you for 
wanting to come to our nation in a time such as this. Asanteni kila mmoja wetu kwa jina jo mnatazama asante kwa ajili mnataka kuja katika taifa letu wakati kama huu. We know without even you coming we know that Kenya is a springboard of revival. Tunajua tafauka yenye kuja kwamba Kenya ni uvukio wa ufufuo. That will be ushered. Ambao itaenda kupokelewa. Katika mataifa mengi. Thank you my covenant partners every prophet coming. Asanteni wenzangu wa Gaona kila nabii ambaye anakuja. A very huge number of visitors coming from overseas. And we know that something is going to happen. So the three great days. Imagine if I were you, I would not want to sit in the tent. The tent is good, but I would want to be here also. I don't know if the prophets will prophesy from here. Or in the tent, but I would want to be next to the move. Remember the starting up of the water? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the man who sat by starting telling Jesus history of the place. He did not understand hearing had arrived. He started stories of the place. You don't understand here how it works. I don't want to know how it works. I know there is a moving of the waters. I guarantee you I'll be the first one to jump in. I don't know who is going to join me to jump in. I know. Yeah, I know, I know that I know. So thank you all the internationals who are coming we are waiting for you Imagine family and my covenant partners For the first time we'll be having lunch after covid Imagine we shall eat together We don't wear masks We can greet one another we can shake hands. In other words, we are still here. God, God has a plan. We're still here. Amen. Amen. Allow me to go straight to the word of God. I want to share something that, uh, um, that I've been talking about, a subject that I have been speaking on. And apparently, um, uh, there's uh, just, just going to continue from where we stopped. I was expecting God to give me a different word. Because uh, remember I was supposed to speak last month but we had the worship and praise. And as thanksgiving. But I believe this is the day for that message. I want to continue from the subject that we have we are, we've been uh, discussing for quite some time now the crossing over the paradigm shift the new the change of the our mindset or in other words transformation i believe beyond any shadow of doubt there is a new wine that is going to be poured out and the reason god want us to have that change and the transformation. It's not because of where we are and it's because of where God is taking us. I believe God is preparing new wine skins. Because there is going to be a new wine that will be poured out. And that says God is getting ready to prepare a new priesthood. Because revival is about to come. I believe we are yet in the best season ever in our lives. So when we continue on speaking on the process of the crossing over, this today I want to speak about the crossing over of the children of Israel from Egypt. Under the leadership of God's servant Moses, Moses is the leader of the Exodus. And just before we get there, 
there, I want to ask us a question. As we talk about the victorious escape or the victorious coming out of Egypt. Since we have also started our journey to coming up from where you have been to where we are going. Around me to ask us a question. How much ground have you covered this far? Since we started the journey of crossing over. How much ground have you covered? Allow me to ask both spiritually and mentally. How far have you gone? Because this, when we talk about the crossing over, we have to understand that we need to get ready and prepare ourselves. So how far are you at today? And how far are you or how near are you to your miracle? How much ground have you covered? Those are some of the questions I want to ask. What is your remaining distance that you are yet to cover? Because we have to understand we are on a journey. I've mentioned a few things that the, the, diff, the, the crossing over there is a difference of crossing over and walking over. Thank God we are not walking over, we are crossing over. And the crossing over is a process. Today, we're going to check a few things. Because you, there must be a distance that you have covered since the word came forth. And just to remind us the other month when I spoke the month of uh, the month of August and, of July, August. I shared a couple of things. I spoke on the dynamic principles that define a good leader. Proverbs 1 verse 7 the writer of Proverbs says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. And what he continued to say, fools, fools, despise wisdom and instruction, shame evil counsel. We are not the fools that do not understand knowledge. We love knowledge. Last time I mentioned the, the key principle. What is in God's heart right now? This moment. What is in God's heart? God is looking for leadership. Worldwide God is looking for leadership. Not only in the political arena but God is looking for leadership. Even in the house of God, God is looking for leadership. I will not be surprised if we have rejected priesthood, the spirit of Eli, and God is also looking for a new wine skin, new priesthood. When we talk about leadership, we God is also looking for some people like Elijah who are looking for Elijah who will take their place without feeling jealous and without feeling bad. I think of the, about the words uh, that comes from the book of Mark, the first chapter. Where Jesus said to his disciples, follow me and I will make you become. In this scripture, it is very interesting to see the first most important call here is the call unto Jesus himself. Come to me. And when you have come to me, then I will make you become. We always run to say fishers of men. But if you are not made, you cannot make men 
fishers you've got to understand that you come to the knowledge of Christ Jesus so we know that God is looking for new wineskins and new priesthood and the Bible says they forsook their nets they were already professional fishermen they forsook their nets and they followed Jesus so we need to understand something about leadership. We have seen where we are standing. Internationally we have seen what good leadership can do and what bad leadership can do. We have seen many nations in trouble today. Many, many nations are in economical crisis. And some of them is because of very bad leadership. Nation even like ours sinking in debt. And maybe some of the debts we are at may not be paid by this generation but other generations Meaning that other generation after us will inherit debts. Instead of inheriting the blessings and the abundance, bad leadership, it doesn't matter who has that bad leadership, any nation or a church. We need to understand that's why God is looking for leadership. Leadership that is sensitive to godliness, to that which add value. Hey, you are now quiet. Huh? I noticed something, my own observation. When I talk about leadership, I also take note something. Sometimes, we design the gift of our skills of leadership from very young children. There are those children who are so skilled and so gifted in leadership. When they tell other children what to do, unquestionably you find the other children following. And they start to do what they are told. They may not even understand but you see that they just follow. Meaning, you, when you observe a child like that, you can tell leadership in a child. They have an influence over the other children. Meaning, the influence might not be that good, good or bad. We tell that a child has skills of leadership in them. Why do you think we have strikes in high schools? Because they are leaders, right even in schools, who tell the other children what to do, but they kind of listen to them and do what they are told to do. I want to draw our attention to Moses. Moses will be the character of my choice today. When God called Moses, Remember, I want to remind you, this was the times of Pharaoh's kingdoms and systems. And so God called, called Moses specifically. When God gives us a call, God is very, very specific. That's why somebody like me, I cannot have a side hustle to sell roasted meat. God calls us his specific. In actual fact, if you ask me to sell your shop, I will tell people I will do giveaways. Did you have sugar? Take that. You can't trust, never trust me with a shop. So when God calls us, God is very specific. 
to his call. So God called Moses to deliver the children of Israel from Egypt. Where the children of Israel were held captives against their wish. And now God is calling Moses to get them out of Egypt to the place he will show them. What surprises me is uh, like uh, when, when we look at the story of Egypt, we see that the children of Israel, when they were in bondage, they were being misused and mishandled. And I can, you can tell that they were exploited and used badly. There was a time they wanted to chase them away. But a time came they thought, why don't we enslave them and keep them in bondage? Let me surprise you at our day and age. We still have systems of pharaohs in existence that love exploiting and using people. They may not like you, but they need you to accomplish something that is very personal agendas which are self-motivated. So in our day and age, the Pharaoh's kingdoms still exist. But I was looking at this. Sometimes you have noticed that when you are not because they want you, not because they like you, but just if there's anything they can suck strength out of you, they will use you and manipulate you. In the days of Moses, there was, this was the kingdoms of the pharaohs. They were called a great house. It was a house of kings and kingdoms. Ultimately, the decisions were made by the pharaohs. They were the lawmakers in Egypt. They decided on the wages, the taxations. They were the overseers of the entire nation of Egypt. They were also the defenders of their nations from invasion from outsiders. Bigari, the monarchy owned the land. I, I, I think this is a blessing that uh, that Kenya, we are free from this kind of monarchy and system. We have, uh, you know, people thrive to buy a kakwata kashamba somehow, somewhere. The pharaohs, what we don't know much about, they were also considered as divine people. They were representatives of their gods. They also performed rituals. And they build temples for their gods. When we look at Egypt, especially the ancient Egypt, we see the story of the pyramids and the, and the pharaohs. Now God decide to call Moses, a boy born and adopted in that kingdom and in that system. Because God had an intention of doing something among us, their people, giving them a new beginning, as Minister Wambogo has just prayed. The reason God wanted to take his covenant people out of bondage and slavery was specifically to usher them into a new beginning, to give them purpose. To restore dignity back. 
zao. Because for sure they had lost their dignity. And so that they can be ushered into their destiny. So today, God has the same plan like he had with his covenant children. I felt God giving me a word this season. God is making arrangements to get his people from ashes into beauty. God wants to restore dignity back to us. We can never live again on handouts. God is making arrangements to raise his people from where we are to a place of abundance. God is about to usher us from a place of debts into a financial freedom. God has a plan and that's why God is looking for leadership clean people who are not selfish who are not wasteful even with the resources God is looking for men and women of integrity so he can fulfill his desire to raise the standard hey Kenya if we be the springboard of revival. Is it going to happen when we are disgusted, broke, and disappointed? God will restore dignity so we can be dignified people. We can walk like children of God. Hey, understand the heartbeat of God. God will get us from borrowing to become lenders. Because there is no way as a nation we will have influence to be a springboard of revival and when we have taken revival we say and by the way we need handouts. No, no, no. I want to mess your understanding today. God is giving the church a package. Get ready today. I don't know whom I'm prophesying to, but I know that God is bringing prophets from all over across Europe and America so they can decree the word of the Lord over the nation of Kenya. Kenya, we are great nations. God will restore unto us the wasted what the cacaworms ate, what the locusts destroyed, I hear God say, I will restore unto you your wasted years. Oh, come on, somebody, give it up for Jesus. God wants to restore honor. God wants to get us back out of oppression. I don't care who oppressed you, but God is going to get you out of oppression. Suppression, depression, disappointment, despair. You remember all my D words? Betrayal. Kenya has been a nation of betrayal. Betrayal. Anger. Bitterness. Heart and woundedness. God wants to bring healing. I believe in the month of November. There shall be an outpouring of a Holy Ghost. The oil will be poured. And God's people will start to recover. Where we are wounded. The oil will be poured upon every wound and we shall hope again even as a nation. We're looking at Moses, a Hebrew leader. So that's a man we are looking at. Just to give you, just to remind you, remember that Moses was also an author. He's the writer of the first five books of the Bible. He wrote a book, Torah, for the Jewish people. That is the Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. That is what is Torah for the Jewish people. This book that Moses wrote, it gave teachings and instructions from God. 
mafunzo na maelekezo kutoka kwa Mungu. But it's much more known because of the 10 commandments. Lakini zaidi yajulikana kwa ajili ya amri kumi za Mungu. So when we look at the crossing over of God's covenant people. Unapobasi kuangalia kuvuka kwa ajili ya watu wagano wa Mungu. It is so easy to say it. Ni rahisi sana kusema. They crossed over. Walivuka. But today allow me to tell you the honest truth. Lakini leo acha niwaambie ukweli ambao ni wazi. This was complex. Na kwamba hii ilikuwa ya tashwishi. It was not easy. Haikukuwa rahisi. May I suggest to us. Acheni niwakapata kuambia. Crossing over is never easy. Na kwamba kuvuka sio jambo rahisi. And that's why I am emphasizing. Na ndio kwa ajili na natia mkazo. Crossing over is not walking over. Na kwamba kuvuka tu sio kutembea tu ukipita. It is a process and very intentional. Ni hatua ambayo ni ya makusudi zaidi. You take it by force. Unaichukua kwa lazima. Not because you feel like it. Sio kwa ajili unahisi tu unahitaji. But you take it by force. Lakini ni kwa lazima. Crossing over comes with a price. Kuvuka kwaje na gharama. What is the price? Ni gharama ipi? You've got to give this so you can have that. Hiki ukapata kile. But you can have it together. Lakini hauwezi kuwa na yote pamoja. So church of Jesus. Kanisa basi la Yesu. Now me to ask you this morning. Are you willing to give up that? Je, unanuia kuacha kile? So you can reach out to get this. Because God says it's not going to be a crossroad of that where you enjoy both. You've got to give up this so you can embrace this one. May God help us today to understand there are things we need to give up so we can embrace the new things that are coming. You know, we never want to cross over unless we are faced by situations and circumstances. I'll never have crossed over. I'm not talking about you, I'm talking about me. I'll never have crossed over. Mbaka hapa. Uh-uh. I'll never have chosen it. Mimi singewaitagua vile. Why? Kwa nini? It's 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 not an easy place. It's a new space. Sio mahali papia ni eneo mpya. It's unfamiliar ground. Ni mahali ambapo haujezoea. God tells me I'll be a preacher. I've never I don't know what that is. Mungu akaniambia kwamba nitakuwa mhubiri sielewi hiyo ni nini. So unless sometimes we are faced by circumstances we can't cross over. Lazima basi pengine wakati mwingine tuone wakati mgumu hatuwezi kukavuka. But what when trouble comes? Lakini tazama and you are shaken as my son Moses would say you are shaken from the fire to the furnace when your faith is tested and tried when your bodies persecute you when you are oppressed when you are mocked when you are looked down at when you are discriminated when people provoke you it is in pain and in tears it is in the day of uncertainty that literally you make up a decision when you are pushed out sometimes God will cause people to push you out sometimes God will even use somebody that you are fired from your job. Because you will die there. You will never leave. A place of comfort. To unknown familiar ground. Unfamiliar ground. So, we love what we know. And we, where we understand everything. But when God wants to, us to move us into something new, we feel very comfortable. But today around me to say, I thank God for the midnight hour. The injury hour is so good. Because that is when you are so injured that you stand out and you have to get a goal. Midnight hour causes you to make a midnight cry and that is the cry that God says I've heard your cry I have seen 
your affliction. That is where God now comes in and speaks. When God says, I have heard. I have seen your affliction. It's not the nicest place. It's never easy. It is a tough place to be at. It is midnight hour. During your midnight hour, allow me to ask you, whom do you turn to? Where do you seek help from? Since there are very many, there are many sources and options of, uh, of receiving help. The psalmist in Psalms 121 would say, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills. From whence comes my help? My help comes from the Lord. But there are other people whose source become their rich uncle or their auntie who is wealthy. There are those who will seek for help from their acquaintances. There are those who will seek help from diviners. Which doctors who sit on your head and strip you, strip you of your dignity, they ask you to remove clothes. A whole professor, you would think they have learned something from the university. Estored here, you sleep, you stay the way we do things. That suit, put it there. He sits on your head and curses you and asks you to bring chicken. Yet you are so educated to understand the blood of a chicken would never save you. Tell somebody, that's why I hate the devil. Just in case they didn't know. Because the devil has a way of removing dignity from you. But they bring an imported uh, Python. Gosh. Isn't it interesting that this doesn't happen to foolish people? It happens to smart, educated people. I wish your mother never wasted money to take you to the university. I wish she bought a shamba. Seriously? For a witch doctor to sit on your head and spit on your face and tell you don't wipe it and you follow instructions. Lord, we need help. Diviners. Diviners. May God help us. What I like about pain Pain stretches you out. You are stretched out beyond limits. So Moses was handpicked by God as a chosen vessel. So Moses left the palace, his comfort zone. That's why I said you have to leave that so you can have this. So Moses wanted to suffer the affliction with his people, the children of Israel, the Hebrew nation. The writer of Hebrews says, the chapter, 11th chapter, that he rather chose not to enjoy the passing pressures of sin that's why Moses was a, a, a chosen vessel by God we can only become if we choose to give up this because you cannot mix God and put God in a corner. 
So today, we're looking at the crossing over of Moses. And when Moses designed the call of God in his life, he was willing to pay a price. Do we have anybody in church today willing to pay a price? Wanting to give up this for that. And when Moses was ready for God, the Bible says in the book of Exodus, the, 11, the, the, the second chapter, and it came to pass in those days when Moses was grown, stop childish things, grow up. When Moses was fully grown, Paul says, when I was a child, I spoke like a child. But when I grew up, Paul says, I put the childish things away. Church, it is time to mature up. It is time to grow up. So you can handle your assignment that is God given. So Moses growing was a sign that he was ready for his assignment. The kingdom of God will require maturity of a certain level. So Moses, when he was, he was growing, he went out to his brothers. Remember this boy is raised in the palace. How does Moses know that he is not an Egyptian? He is a Hebrew boy. It's because he had matured up. But the Bible says when he went out to see his brethren, he noticed something. An, an Egyptian was beating a Hebrew person like a dog. He looked at it. One of the things about Moses, he was very compassionate. And out of compassion, Moses decided to do the most unexpected thing. Moses looked this way and that way. He said, today, I cannot sit and watch an Egyptian people who have oppressed us kill and destroy a Hebrew of whom I am part. The Bible says, Moses killed the Egyptian and hid his body in the sand. Mr. Moses, that is not a smart strategy. How many Egyptians are you going to kill and hide under the sand? Can I say, this was a very carnal act. Moses was driven by emotions. Avoid emotions to drive you. So that you can make the right decisions. But, but we will think something here about Moses. The Bible says, he has killed the first one. The following day, he still comes out of the palace and he's deciding to take another walk. Again, he sees for the second day two Hebrews, not an Egyptian, two Hebrews. And they were having a conflict, an argument. Moses decided to become a prefect. Yani the spirit of a headmaster. So Moses took that upon himself. And he goes to the two fighters. And you know, before he opens his mouth, the two fighters who happen to be Hebrew, immediately they discern who Moses was. And you know what they asked him? Who has made you a prince of an ass who has made you a judge of an ass. You can tell that 
that uh, then they ask him wakamuuliza tena can you imagine they stop fighting ebu afikiria wamewacha kupigana and they team up now again as moses wako pamoja kidhidi ya musa the headmaster and the prefect yule ambao ni kiranja mwalimu mkuu and they ask him wakamuuliza are you intending to kill us as you killed an egyptian the other day unanuia kutuia kama vile ulivomua misri siku nyingine So when Moses saw Musa basi alipoa that the two enemies have joined and become Ma, one. Wawili wameunganika na wamekuwa mmoja. They I'm sure these people discerned that Moses was an extraordinary person. Nina hakika watu hao wawili walipambanua kama mtu Musa hakuwa mtu wa kawaida. Allow me to say. Niruhusu kusema. When you have a call of God. Wakati uko na mwito wa Bwana. You don't have to tell people you are called. Sio lazima uambie watu. People will discern. Watu tupambanua. People will look at it. Watakuangalia. Even a drunkard will discern. Hata mlevi atajua. And know that you are called by God. Atajua kwamba umeitwa na Bwana. I told you one time I traveled from Nakuru. Naambia We were in a matatu. Tulikuwa katika matatu. We were coming to Nairobi and nobody was speaking. Kwa tunakuja Nairobi hakuna yote alikuwa anazungumza. Gashie people Gashie was not very nice those days okay Gashie haikukua mali pazuri siku zile So the matatu turned to Gashie because I think there was some police or something Matatu ikaingilia Gashie kwa ajili pengine kulikuwa na askari pale mbele Remember nobody is speaking in the matatu Kumbuka hakuna yote alikuwa anazungumza katika matatu What of the people sitting at the back said Baadhi ya watu ambao walikuwa nakaa nyuma akasema This is a very dangerous route Hii ni njia hatari sana But our security is that woman there. Lakini usalama wetu ni yule mwanamke pale. You don't have to tell some people. Who you are. Let them see it. Let them discern it. You don't have You know people who keep saying I Excuse me men. Any man who keeps reminding his wife who is the head of this house. Wanaume yote bwana shinda kimkumbusha mke wake nani kichwa nyumba hii. See Pastor Zachary after the service. Muone mchungaji Zachary baada ibada. No other naka who is who who. Nani huwa anatoa amri mkuu. Who is the head of this home? Nani kichwa nyumba hii sema. Something is wrong. Kuna kitu makosa. Something is so wrong. Kuna kitu ambacho sio sawa. You don't have to say who you are. Sio lazima useme wewe nani. The society know. Jamii najua. Who you are. Wewe nani. People know who you are. Watu wanajua wewe nani. People know if you are called or chosen. Watu wanajua kama umeitwa au umechaguliwa. You don't have to say. Sio lazima useme. I am called. Mimi naitwa. They also say I'm also called. Watakwambia hata mimi naitwa. Because everybody maybe they are called in the marketplace. Kwa jili pia kila mtu pengine mwingine ameitwa katika sokoni. So now we are seeing here. Kwa hivyo tunaona hapa. They design the life this man is different. Wakapambanua kwamba maisha ya mtu huyu mtu huyu So we see the beginning of Moses journey. I'll not be able to finish, but I will pause and I'll continue from there. Tunaona basi mwanzo wa safari ya Musa sitamalazia kinda koma alafu tendelea kutoka pale. Moses is thinking he's ready for God. Musa anafikiria kwamba ako tayari kwa ajili ya Mungu. Remember that God's people God's person goes through God's process. Lakini jua kwamba mtu wa Mungu anapitia msururu wa Mungu. So now here there is a process. Kwa hivyo hapa kuko na hatua za kufuata. So when Moses saw Musa basi alipona that already these people there is a conspiracy. Ya kwamba watu hao wako na mpango. The people he thought he was going to fight for and deliver now against him. Watu ambao alikuwa anafikiria kwamba atawapigania sasa wako kinyume Moses na yeye. Moses knew I better escape. Musa akajua lazima basi nijinusuru hapa. I better hapa. run away. Lazima nitoroke. So this is now where Moses leaves Egypt. Hapa ndipo Musa basi anatoka Misri. To the land of the Midianites. Katika nchi ya Midiani. Please understand. Kumbuka basi. Moses could not have left the palace before Musa hangali wai toka katika kasri the palace had to mold him and make him and complete their work na kwamba kasri lazima kwanza ingemuunda imfinyange mpaka kazi ile kamilike some of us going through some pain baadhi yetu ambao tunapitia baadhi ya uchungu it is not just for nothing sio tu bure vile god is preparing you mungu anakuandaa for your next level kwa ajili ya kiwango chako kingine you walk into an office and your boss ask you don't you have shining brush to polish your shoes na kwamba unaingia katika ofisi boss yako anakuza je hauna brush ya kutengeneza viatu vyako alafu basi anasonya no he's making you for where god is taking you actually yeye anakuandaa tu kwa ajili ambapo mungu anataka kupeleka he is doing it for free anafanya tu bure so you can know in your next assignment ili ujue katika kazi yako ifanyayo if you are a gentleman you walk in somewhere the first thing i look at is your shoes kama wewe ni mngwana unaingia mahali nitaangalia kwanza kiatu chako all right okay sorry man okay i'll not look at your shoes 
But don't come to church with sports shoes. Lakini usije kanisani na zile viatu vya mchezo. You didn't come here to jog. Haukukuja hapa You came here to meet with God. Umekuja kutana na Bwana. You know I'll talk to Pastor Bob and 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 the, and the team you know the Zungumza team you know? when I called them to, to the platform if somebody didn't have a jacket the other one gave them jackets and they gave them a tie don't walk to this altar confused and then you're telling us what God can do why didn't he do it with you first all right that's not my message my message is That's why we die before we come here. That's right yeah. So now we are seeing Moses. He has to has to run away. So Moses decides to run to the land of the Midianites. And uh, now I'm almost concluding my message. And when he comes to this land of the Midianites. Uh, uh, God God was now has now to take over from where the palace finished. Sasa Mungu akachukulia kutoka ambapo kasri ilimalizia. Let me tell you something. Tena niwaambie kitu. It is not easy to fall into the hand of God. Sio rahisi kuanguka katika mikono yake Mungu. Because God kills self. Kwa ajili Mungu anauua binafsi. And then resurrect you. Alafu anakufufua. So that you become a new man. Ili uwe mtu mpya. So as Moses was run Mus- on run to the land of the Midianites. Musa alipobasi torokea katika enchi wa Midian. When he's there, he's in the midst of nowhere. Alipokuwa kule ako mahali ambapo haelewi. Apparently Moses saw a well. Basi Musa akaona kisima. And he went at the well. Na akaenda katika kile kisima. And sat by the well. Na kaketi kando ya kisima. We see Jesus. Tunamuona Yesu. Visiting Samaria. Akitembelea Samaria. And Jesus saw the well, Jacob's well. Na Yesu akaona kisima chake ya And we see Jesus engaging with a Samaritan woman. Naona Yesu akizungumza na mwanamke Msamaria. When she when she says give me a drink and the woman started stories, oh, how comes that you can ask water from us from me? And Jesus looks at the woman and say if you knew Yesu akamtazama na kumwambia kama tu ungalijua kipawa cha Mungu na nani anakuuliza kwa maji you not tell me history and geography Haongeniambia historia na geografia So now here we are saying Moses in the same situation Tunaona Musa katika hali sawia by the well of the Midianites katika kisima cha Midiani by the well of the Midianites katika kisima cha Midian. You know I, as I was getting ready to come and speak to us. Nilipokuwa nikijiandaa kuja kutunenea. You know Pastor Anne a thought came to my mind. Unajua mhubiri Anne wazo likaniki. We have wells. Natamani tuko na visima. Because if we had wells we would not have so many single women in this church. Kama tungalikuwa na visima tungekuwa na wadada wengi ambao wajiolewa katika kanisa hili. Because at the well there will be a Moses. Kwa ajili pale katika kisima pangalikuwa na Musa. Ah. So now Moses is sitting at the well. Hayo basi Musa ameketi katika kisima. Guess what happened? Hebu nini kilifanyika? Moses noticed a problem again. Musa akatambua shida tena. Let me tell you something. Nikwambie kitu. Moses was a defender of the weak. Na kwamba Musa alikuwa anawasaidia wale wanyonge. So he noticed a problem in the well. Akatambua shida katika kisima. Jethro girls had come to water their flocks. Binti zake Jethro alikuwa amekuja kuanyesha wa mifugo wao. And as they came the shepherds began to chase them away. Walipokuja wachungaji wengine wakaanza kuwafurusha. And Moses a gentleman as he was being raised at Pharaoh's house. Kini Musa akiwa mgwana jinsi alivyokuwa amekuzwa katika nyumba ya farao. Kenyan men became become gentlemen. Wanaume wa Kenya kuweni wangwana. You know don't allow for women to be abused at your watch. Wanawake watumiwe vibaya kudhulumiwa mkitazama. So Moses stood out. Musa akasimama. And he, you know he addressed the issue. Na yeye akashughulikia lile jambo. And you know what he did. Unajua alifanya nini? Though Moses had come from a palace. Unajua Musa ingawaje alikuwa ametoka katika kasri. He watered the flock. Yeye akawanyesha wale mifugo. For Jethro's daughters. Kwa binti wake Jethro. Jethro's daughters are saying, "Wow, today 
is the day that the Lord has made. We shall be glad in this. So now they finish watering and they go home. And their daddy asks them, how, how fast did you do this? How, how comes that you have come home this quick? And the girls told their father, Oh, there was an Egyptian man who fought our battles, who chased away the shepherds, and then he watered our frogs. Remember, Moses is watering frogs that are not his. Mrs. Mahihu, you need to write another book on servanthood. He waters rock that had nothing to do with him. Never think that God will trust you with his frock. If you have never gone out of your way. So now he waters the frock and he waters the, 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 the sheep. This is just my own observation. Moses grew up in the palace. In the kingdoms of Pharaoh. Meaning, Moses looked like an Egyptian. He walked like an Egyptian prince. He had etiquette, he had everything together like an Egyptian prince. I can assure you he smelled like a Egyptian. Like Egyptian. He behaved and walked and talked like an Egyptian. Why? Because he was raised up in the palace. And the Bible says he was educated with the education of the Egyptians. That's why he did not allow foolish shepherds to chase girls. He was taught to be a man. Stand up for the weak. Defend the weak. So he knew the tomanerism of the palace. Can I finish by saying, just like Moses, when we come out from our villages, I know you don't want me to go there, but why don't we behave like our village? And we also talk like our villages. You eat nyama and then you are talking with a toothpick in your mouth. Because that's what you learn from the villagers. My goodness. When we come to the kingdom of God, when we come into the palace, into God's kingdom, there are village things that we mask is goodbye. I refuse village mentality. I refuse to be a village champion. When you hear people villagers praising you, check yourself again. At the guy, check yourself again. Because you are a champion to the villagers. No, no, no. We refuse. We refuse. Because we are in the process. We are being made by God. So that we can sit with kings and priests. Amen. Amina. I didn't hear amen with anybody, but I'm going to say an amen. Amina. Yes. Amina. You know, let me tell you something. Let's allow God to polish us. Some, Some of you are going to land, and this is a prophecy. Some of you are going to land in international contracts. I don't know whom I'm talking to. Some of you are going to land into jobs where much will be required from you. You better kiss the village mentality out and embrace the new things what God has for you. Begin to educate yourself. Begin to teach yourself. 
not to keep quiet the whole conversation like you think you are humble and people think you are foolish. Sio kunyamaza katika mdadala mzuri unafikiria kwamba wewe ni mnyekevu watu wanaona kwamba wewe ni mjinga. If you don't have have anything to say, oh talk about the weather, the climate change. Kama hauna jambo la kunena, anza kusema oh Come on, look also posh. Like you know something about something. Come on honey, we've got to do it. Kana kama unajua kitu lazima tuifanye vile. I came from a village. Nilitoka kijijini. At a given time I was thrown into a royal house. Ya kwamba wakati fulani nilikuwa katika nyumba ambayo ni ya ukuu. Yes, I, 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 I was hosted for lunch in the kingdom of Sweden. Ndio nilienda katika mamkuli katika ufalme wa Kiswizi, wa Nikasema ukijiji la And I said to the prince, "Oh, may I ask you something?" How did you both meet? Je, mlikutanaje nyinyi wawili? They thought I was sharp and I wasn't. Wakadhania kama mimi ni mwerevu, lakini sio vile nilivyokuwa. Oh, they started telling me, "Oh, during the Second World War." Wakaanza kuniambia vita vya wakati wa vita vya pili vya ulimwengu. Don't even go somewhere posh and you start to ask. Let me see Nedo. Usiende mahali ambapo ni pa ajabu alafu unaanza kuuliza, "Sasa hizi ni spaghetti like this Nedo?" Unavuruta spaghetti hivi unauliza, "Hizi ni nini?" At they give you They give you prawns, shrimps, magunyumaya nema. Anakupatia prawns. Even if you have never seen prawns. Like you have always eaten them. Oh come on somebody. Look at your neighbor tell them I'm going somewhere. Yeah, tell your neighbor give them high five. Tell them I'm going somewhere. God has an open door for me. I have an open heaven. I am going somewhere baby. Do like this mm, to the village. Tell the village I'm out of here. I refuse to talk with a with a with a stick. With a... First of all, you should not even clean your teeth in front of people. You do it in the bathroom. But you are removing meat with a stick. And somebody was going to give you a 1 million dollar contract. They say, "Hey, mtu alikuwa anakupatia kandarasi dola milioni I need to get out of here. I'm talking about the palace kingdom. If you are going to deal with Germans, go on the internet. See how they behave. See what they eat. So you don't go there and ask magunyumaya ali. Alafu usiende kuuliza hizi dudu nazo. Ni makoleo. Je, hizi dudu zinaweza kakulika? Is it okay? Is it okay for us to have church? Je, ni sawa sikuwa na kanisa. So, I have finished. I have finished. I have finished. We out of the village. Tumetoka katika kijiji. Look at this. Angalia hii. Jethro ask his daughters. Jethro akauliza bintize. Go back. Rejeni. And bring that Egyptian. Namlete huyo Misri. Go back. Rejeni. Go get him. Endeni mumlete. And bring him home. Namumlete nyumbani. We see the story change. Tunaona hadithi kabalika. That Jethro. Na kwamba Jethro gave Moses. Akampa Musa. His daughter sister Zipi or Zipporah. Akamba binti yake ambayo ni Zipporah. To be his wife. Akawa mkewe. He got more than he had bargained for. Akapata zaidi ya kile alichokuwa anadhania. Today as I was preparing for this service. I did send something. There are people on run like Moses. Kuna watu ambao wanatoroka kama mtu. You're running from self. You're running away from trouble. You're running away from death. You're running, you are on run. Unakimbia mbio zako. I know that I heard God said there are people who are running from self because they don't know how to deal with themselves. Darkness hovers around you. Darkness covers you. Yet God says at the same breath he says that darkness shall cover the earth. God also on the other's hand said arise and shine in the midst of thick darkness 
God never intended darkness to kill you, suffocate you, or destroy you. God wanted you to shine. So whatever you are going through, don't run away from yourself. Stop. Mama, address yourself and tell yourself I'm here by the grace of God I'm not here to be destroyed I have come too far to look back again I am going to be with God I am going to walk with God so today allow me to say those who are on run like Moses today God is going to restore you and give you peace and joy in the Holy Ghost and there is another category you are running from self because of sin but I guarantee you God has an open door to his kingdom his everlasting kingdom you have an open door God will give you an access to his kingdom and you will become a son as many as believed him he gave them power to become the sons of God. You don't have to run. If you are on run, stop. Stop. Today is a day of stopping. We're going to take stock in a moment of soul. When Moses was run on run, he did not know that he was a single brother. But there was a shepherd girl, a shepherdess, who had been prepared for him for a wife in the house of Jethro. So God gave him more than he had bargained for. He was given this beautiful girl from Kush, an Ethiopian origin to be his wife. And remember, when they provoked his wife and wanted to talk about her maybe colors and all that. Remember the sister and the brother? And God struck them with reproach. Today, when the fingerprints of God are upon you, no man has power to touch you. Father, we give you thanks. Lord, we praise you. Begin to make a prayer in this house. Make a prayer for yourself this morning. You might be on run. You're running from this. You're running from fear. Moses was educated with the education of the Egyptians. Yet he was on run. Today, today, this day is a day of salvation. Those who do not know Jesus Christ and you're on run, I want to give you an opportunity to come to the saving grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Those who are burdened, heavy burdened with sin, shame, disgrace. Today, the saving grace of our Lord Jesus Christ is in the house. You don't have to run away from self. Come unto Jesus. Jesus is Savior. He is the Lord of Lords. He will change everything around about you. If you are there and you have never come to Jesus, you have never accepted Christ to be your Lord and Savior. Give me this opportunity today to usher you into the kingdom of God. Everybody and anybody in the backslider, you are not in the kingdom. You are on run. Today, the Holy Spirit is arresting you from running. Stop running. Come. Let's reason together. Wherever you are sitting, would you stand? Any person who is not saved, stand. And I'll ask you to come and meet me in front. Any person who is not saved and you are running from yourself.